Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. I am. Can't wait to get into this episode. But real quick, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Don't forget, today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. A ton to get to today. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a really good mood. And part of it is because right before I hit record, I'm looking at myself in the camera and I realize. I'm wearing a shirt that my kids gave me, and it's a shirt that says, number one, dad, and it's a really soft material, and I just like the color. It's a a light blue, baby blue, right? It looks good with my eyes. I do. I look fabulous. Holy shit. Look at me. But anyway, I'm looking at myself in the the camera, and and all that shows up, unless I uh, lift myself up out of the chair, is it says, number one. Like, I'm that self-absorbed. I'm like, I'm number one. Look at me. Ha ha. Number one. Woo woo. Look at me. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. My number one. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It happened. I just, I blacked out for a second. I, I don't really know what happened. I just know I acted like an idiot. Anyway. <laughs> and before we get into headlines, my wife dropped this bombshell on me last night. And if it goes well, I'm going to have to do a video about this because it's crazy. My wife wants the family to do a yoga class. Now, not, not a bad thing, right? Not a bad thing, but it's goat yoga. And it's apparently just down the road from where we live here in the Thornton area. And I, I'm excited to do it because of the goats. <laughs> I'm like, what a unique thing to do. So I'm, I'm excited about it, but I'm also a little nervous. And here's the thing. This is what's going to happen when I go to the yoga class for the first time. I'm going to have to pull the instructor aside and say, listen, there's two things I need to tell you. One, I have a lot of injuries. I have a messed up toe, possible torn MCL, and a messed up hip, okay? Number two, I'm prone to erections, okay? So please don't kick me out right away. There's nothing I can do about it. Those things just pop up. (laughs) Sir, there's a bunch of goats around us. It doesn't matter. Does not matter. (laughs) That thing just goes off on its own. Sorry, ladies. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. It's true, though. If you've ever been around one, you know that's just like, what the hell? The wind blow? Yep. (laughs) That thing's out there. Those things just go off. It's like a hair trigger on a on a pistol. Like, holy shit, somebody got shot in the face. That's fucked up. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Woo! You would think that I was on something, like on uh, some sort of drugs or alcohol, but no, no. Apparently, I was dropped on my head as a child. Anyway, you know what we need to do? Let's get into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now... Here are the headlines. Why does this keep happening? I I saw this article, and at first I was thinking, did they just republish this story from a couple months ago? No. As I kept reading, no, they didn't. Because this happened again. What? A heavily intoxicated student was arrested after he urinated on a fellow plane passenger during the flight 
American Airlines said in a statement that this individual was repeatedly arguing with the operating crew and was not willing to be seated and continuously endangering the safety of the crew and aircraft and after uh, disturbing the safety of a fellow passenger, finally urinated on a passenger in row 15G. Bad day to be in 15G. Why does this keep happening? Remember that it was that like executive for Wells Fargo or something like that that did this on a flight from New York to India. Same thing. This was a going from JFK to India. What in the hell? This person will never be allowed on an American Airlines flight again. And I got to be honest, if I ran an airline, and it wasn't American Airlines, and I heard about this, I would see, can we ban this person from our airlines as well? Because that shit needs to stop. What in the fuck? And again, sadly, I'm saying this again, what do you do if you see that happening? I'm sorry. If somebody just whips out their dong and tries to pee on me, I imagine that they're going to start peeing right away. I'm going to beat the living shit out of that person. If I see somebody peeing on somebody else, I'm going to put them in a chokehold, smash them to the ground, and then beat the shit out of them. I don't understand how this person was able to walk off the flight because how do you not just lose your temper as a, a, as a passenger on that flight and go, this is unacceptable. It's ridiculous. I would just lose my shit if that if somebody tried to pee on any of my family members. Hell, even if my kids were on the flight and they saw that, I'm sorry. He's a fucking predator at that point, and he needs to be stopped. As far as a sexual predator, nobody needs to see your fucking tiny little dick, you dumb shit. God, holster that pistol, motherfucker. It's disgusting. I'm sorry. It just... I didn't know I was going to be this upset about it when when I wrote this on the rundown, but holy crap, that's unacceptable. This guy should be banned from every flight across the board because who wants to have him on the flight? If you see a picture of this motherfucker and you you memorize that, and next time you get on a flight and you see that he's on the flight with you, my God, I'd be irate. I'm like, that motherfucker pisses on people. He's the R. Kelly of the airlines. <laughs> oh, my God. It drives me nuts. A German ice cream parlor has cricket-flavored scoops with dried brown crickets sprinkled on top. And at first, when I first read the story, I was like, that's gross. It's disgusting. But then I thought about it. Like, if, if it's just crumpled up, like like dusting on on the top and you didn't see a leg or a face <laughs> anything like that looking at you I'm wondering what this would taste like I bet it it's not as bad as we think it is but that being said if I knew what it was I don't think I'd buy it if somebody said hey Scott here try it I'd probably try it I mean why not everything I have read is insects are very good for you. They have a lot of nutrients in there. There's a lot of vitamins and whatever 
crap. A lot of protein in there. So it's not, they're not bad for you as long as there's no insecticides being used to, to kill them. But I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm kind of mixed on it. I know I've bought, I've ate a cricket before. My son and I, now that being said, they were prepared. It wasn't like I just grabbed it out of the front yard. I was like, hey, let's eat this. No, I didn't. I bought a box of them or somebody bought a box of them. We were up in, I, I want to say Estes Park, Colorado, and there's always those random shops where you can buy weird treats. And the, the one time the kids got a scorpion inside a, a sucker, and the kids liked that. It was funny, although they freaked out at first, and they refused to eat it, and then whatever, they ended up eating in it and realized it doesn't taste that much. There's not much flavor in it. But then my son had a box of crickets, and they were salt and pepper crickets. And I got to be honest, I ate one, didn't taste like anything. It was just mostly salt and pepper flavor. It's not that big of a deal. I I have heard that there's a lot of, because I want to say in Germany, they just passed a law where you're allowed to consume and sell insects like this because they are so beneficial to your system as a human being if you ingest these they're really good for you i don't know if you guys have something out there that that you know where i can buy it i would love to try this i want to try some weird shit so let me know dehuffuncensored at gmail.com or at dehuff podcast on the socials is there a place here in colorado that i should go to that sells unique stuff like this where i could eat crickets or insects or maybe you explore the great mountains of Colorado, the the foothills or whatever, and you could take me on a trip. Oh my God, that would be great. If any of you listening are a trailblazer and you can live off the land, take me with you for at least half a day. We'll film it. It'd be fun. And then, you know, I could, you could be my bear grills. <laughs> You'll be my bear grills. And we could eat some insects. It'd be fun. I think that would be a lot of great – one, we'd explore you know, the hiking trails. There's so many great, beautiful places here in Colorado. I can't wait for this summer, the spring and summer here because my, my family, we really want to step it up and really start going out and exploring Colorado more and more and more because we've been slacking. We did it for a while when the kids were younger, but now, as of late, we haven't been. So this spring and summer – the family, the DeHuff family has vowed to explore more of Colorado. So if there's somewhere in Colorado that you say you have to go try, you have to go explore, whether it's hiking or maybe some unique restaurants, let me know, DeHuffUncensored at gmail.com or hit me up on my socials at DeHuff Podcast because we want to know. We want to explore that because I think it would be a lot of fun. Make 2023 the year you beat Vegas. Superbook Sports gives you the chance every week to go head-to-head with the best odds makers in Las Vegas. No fancy computer algorithms, no guys across the pond setting the lines for American sports, just the best team of odds makers in the business behind the counter at the Superbook in Las Vegas. Plus, Superbook features some of the best odds boosts and promo bets anywhere. So go ahead and download the Superbook Sports Colorado app right now, or you can visit the Superbook uh, or visit Superbook.com. And start your battle against Vegas right now. 
Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Fellas, as you know, it's all about size. Nobody's bigger than we are. We have 18,000 square feet and three bars under one roof. Add it all up and you have Denver's best football bar. It's the Blake Street Tavern where Denver watches football. This comes in from Christopher Allen at Broncos314 on Twitter. He wrote me, hey, what, what are the stupidest things you've ever done? <laughs> what, what? What do you, me? Me do stupid things? Listen, listen, Chris. I've done a lot of stupid things. And for me to sit here and give you a list of all the dumb things, well, it'd be a long list. It would be. But what I want to do is give you a list of the stupid things that caused injuries. How about that? Because that's like the first thing that popped in my head because I cut my finger this morning and I was making myself a salad and I really like lately getting the the diced, peeled tomatoes out of a can, uh, smash out all the juice, and then put it into a salad. And I was doing that this morning. I'm like, this is great. I'll do this. And then I cut myself on the fucking can. Of course I did. And then it reminded me of Christopher Allen's tweet. And I'm like, ah, Chris, that's right. I hurt myself a lot. So this is I'm going to go through the quick list of all the stupid things I've done at a workplace to cause an injury. First one, I used to work at Safeway back in Broomfield. I sliced my knee open with a box cutter and like blood was just gushing out of my pants. It was so disgusting. That was my first big injury. Ended up getting like three stitches. Before that, they rushed me over to the floral department so they could get me out of the way and elevate my my uh, leg, and they had me take off my pants, and I was sitting there in my boxer shorts. I have my leg propped up uh, in the floral department at, at the Safeway, and then, like, my manager, Melissa, comes over to me, and she's like, oh, Scott, um, here. And she gives me an apron to put over my my crotch. And she's like, uh, you were just showing your testicles to everybody in the floral department. Like, customers were walking by. <laughs> oh, let's get some flowers. Oh, my. I'll have some of that, please. <laughs> like, sorry, lady, I'm not for sale. <laughs> so that was that was interesting. When I worked at Jamba Juice... I accidentally sliced my wrist wide open. I have a nasty scar on my wrist while I was breaking down a sherbet container. So there are these barrels, and I want to say they're like five-gallon barrels or something like that. And at after you're done with them, you rinse them out, and you're supposed to step on them. So you break them down, and then you toss them into the recycle bin. Well, I always thought, well, why why are we not using our hands? I don't like stomping on things. Let's break it up with my hands. Let's go Jean-Claude Van Damme on that shit and smash it up. So I go and smash it, right? Well, what I didn't think about was there's an aluminum lip on these these barrels, these little barrels of of sherbet. And the, the aluminum pops off and just rips off the skin off of my wrist. And I had to get stitches for that. So that was my fault. All these are my fault so far. Quiznos. I sliced part of my thumb off while cutting roast beef using the meat slicer. I fell asleep because I had fired most of my staff because they were selling drugs out of that uh, that 
what used to be on 120th and Pecos in Westminster, and uh, they were selling drugs out of there. I ended up taking over that location as the general manager, and I found out like day one, they're like, I had neighboring companies going, I'm glad you're here. You got rid of the old manager who ended up actually getting promoted within the company because he was allowing people to sell drugs out of the location. Anyway, so I fired most of the staff. I was working like 80 hours a week, and I'm slicing the meat, and I'm trying to get all the meat I can, so I'm pressing down on the handle of the meat slicer that is pushing down on the meat, and I fell asleep. I literally fell asleep, and my thumb must have just like snuck underneath where the blade was, sliced it off. It was disgusting, and I kind of kind of have a goofy-looking thumb, but it's not really noticeable to too many other than myself. My wife notices. She brings it up to me every day. No, I'm just kidding. Also at Quiznos, I cut my fingerprint off my middle finger while I was cutting bread, and it sliced right through it. And then this was like two months after I did my thumb, so I didn't report that one because I was like, I don't want to be the guy that always hurts himself. <laughs> now I got a podcast and talk about it all the time. At Subway, I got bit in the back by a fellow employee who was drunk, and I had this weird mouth scar. David. David, you know who you are. You bit me in the back, and I had this weird, odd bite mark. I believe my wife, fiance at the time, she's like, why do you have a bite mark in the back? I was like, don't worry. It's from a guy. <laughs> she's like, wait, what? Huh? We're getting married. Said it was David, and he got drunk, and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, then I was clear. I didn't hurt myself for a long time. Then I was working at the radio station, and Mark Schlereth broke my ribs when we were deciding to show off how to uh, do a wrestling move. So that's it. Those are all the dumb things. I've probably done a, a lot more dumb things, and if I think of them, I will let you know. Okay, I'm sure there's a list. If you've ever hung around me and you go, dude, you got a lot more than that. Remember this one time? So you can send me an email to huffuncensored at gmail.com. <laughs> Let me know. What other dumb things do you remember about me? Because I'm sure there's a lot. There, sh there should be a lot. Fleetwood Marky Moose at Marky underscore Moose tweeted at me and says, IndyCar season starts this weekend. He sent me this last week, so it already started in St. Pete. And he's like, I know, what's IndyCar? Uh, listen, here's the thing. Being in Colorado, NASCAR, IndyCar, all that stuff, it's not that popular. But that being said, the people that love it, they love it. My son's friend and his, his dad, they love NASCAR, and they love going to racing events. They go, uh, they've taken my son up to Erie. There's some racing up there. That they've gone to they want it they've been talking about going to some other places i'm not really into it i don't get the hype i appreciate what they do because i i just still can't wrap my mind around being in a car for that long and driving in just the 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 pressure and the speed and the the force that you're going against it has to be just rough on your body I would love to actually slide into a car and just feel. I don't have to drive it. Just being a passenger would be interesting to me just to feel the force and imagine what that's like. I should see if, like, Kip and I could figure that out, go out to, what is it, Bandemir? 
places like that, see if we can get some uh, test driving going on. I, I drive a Honda Accord, <laughs> so I'm not really pushing the speeds too often. So it'd be kind of a neat thing to do. So Fleetwood Marky Moose, listen, I can't knock on it. It's popular for a reason. People, are they love it, right? They love it. I don't understand it, but it doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It, I mean, to be honest, you're turning left constantly. <laughs> but that being said, if you get in a wreck or you got to maneuver and the whole idea of, I don't know, it, it, it's fascinating. I That being said, too, I've never actually sat down and watched an entire race. I just never have. And maybe I would appreciate it more if I did. So I, I know my son is really excited to watch it. So I, the next race that we have time to watch, I know he and I are, are planning on sitting down and watching it. Maybe we'll get some snacks and have a good son-dad moment. Maybe my daughter will start enjoying it as well. Who knows? So I, I appreciate it. I, I, I can't knock on it. Just because I don't understand why people love it so much doesn't mean it's a bad thing. So there you go. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. I'm feeling under the weather, so hopefully this wasn't too bad of a, a podcast. I apologize. It's episode 300. This is like my flu game, right? It, it's a, an important game, an important episode, and not feeling the best. Puking my guts out. I wasn't puking my guts. I did puke my guts out over the weekend, so that was fun. But it, it's my flu, flu episode. So if it's really good, you're going to be like, wow, he did that, and he had the he was feeling like shit. But then if it's like a bad episode, we're like, oh, well, you know what? He was sick. Everybody gets that one. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado, as well as Blake Street Tavern. Go to 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver, and you're just going to have a, a great time over at Blake Street Tavern. It's to Huff Uncensored. Hopefully you smiled in this episode. I, I truly appreciate each and every one of you. Have a great day. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.